This episode of Bird's Eye View is brought to you by Be More Around Town. If it's a major event in Baltimore or anywhere on the road, you know Be More Around Town is involved. From their efforts to support reopening day, to home games, pre-parties, to orange road trips, they are the best way to get social all through Birdland. Game tickets, drink tickets, DJ, transportation for road games, they've got it all. It's not just the Orioles. Be More Around Town has purple road trip packages to all seven away sites for the Ravens schedule. Show the league just how well Ravens Nations travels. Just sit back and let Be More Around Town handle the planning. None into sports? Well, you're probably not listening to this ad, but remember that Be More Around Town has events for concerts like bus trips and tailgates for Dave Matthews Men. And a few packages are left for Billy Joel. You know, that's a big thing for me and Jake. Check it out at BeMoreAroundTown.com. Bird's Eye View is a member of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Find more podcasts like this at BaltimoreSportsReport.com. BaltimoreSportsReport.com. And welcome back to Bird's Eye View. When it comes to the Orioles, this weekly podcast is your official source for a lack of insight and baseless opinion. Today is May 11th, 2015. This is episode 121. I am Scott Magnus, and I'm here with my big boy, my color commentator, Jake English. You may be hearing some background noise. We're broadcasting live from Nobles on reopening day. Uh, for those that are listening on another date, uh, you're probably listening to us on birdseyeviewbaltimore.com. You can also check us over at Baltimore Sports Report. Check them out for Baltimore Sports Today, a daily podcast uh, covering all things Baltimore from the Orioles to the Ravens to the Terps to, I guess, even the Wizards and the Caps right now, which is unfortunate. Um, you can also check out Cody Coaston for his BSR weekly updates. And he should be turning in all season on Tuesdays and Thursday nights for BSR Post Game Live. He should also be checking us out on various third-party applications such as Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and that Apple product known as iTunes. And if you do, please write us a review. Also check us out on social media at facebook.com slash BEDcast. And most importantly, you should be following us on Twitter at BirdseyeViewBAL. If you had, you would have been here at Nobles and you would have got free drinks. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, Jake, you want to pop over to the medical wing really quickly? Let's do the medical wing. The first thing I want to talk about is Matt Weeder's transfer to the 60-day DL. Um, look, no worries. This was... Uh, this was basically a, a move so that they could pick up somebody and put him on the roster, the 40-man roster. This was basically procedural at best. Yeah, he'll be actually able to come off of the DL off of that one on May 26th. So there's no question that Matt Weiers is not going to be available by May 26th. You're absolutely right, Jake. Procedural move. Dan Duquette, again, once again, shuffling the 40-man roster to optimize it to the best ability. And it's not like we need pitchers. Uh, we kind of do need pitchers because Kevin Gossman now has gone to the DL with a shoulder injury. Uh, Jake, any concern, or is this tinfoil hat? No, I think it's tinfoil hat. If there was a real concern with his shoulder, it's been deemed minor. He's fine. Uh, he's going to be fine when he comes back from the DL. But uh, I don't really buy into the fact that this was a move so that they could get somebody else in the bullpen. I, I think that this was one of those things that happens in a season with a with a young arm, and it's going to be fine. I, I totally agree. I'm glad it's nothing more serious, especially with a young prospect such as Kevin Gossman. I'm just glad that the Orioles were able to send over the hostess donuts and get him back into shape. I do appreciate that. Here's a question for you, Scotty. 
Uh, Ryan Flaherty sat out. Oh, we're going to talk about Ryan Flaherty's groin? Oh, we are. Oh, there is nothing. There is nothing finer. He sat out a game after his return because Buck didn't like the the way he ran around the bases. And let me be I like clear about the way something. you move. Ba -boom, ba -boom, ba -boom. I, I thought we had a no singing rule. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, look, I don't like the way that Ryan Flaherty runs the bases and either, but I don't get the option of uh, making him sit down. Uh, Ryan Flaherty sat down and then he's played again. Uh, he played again on Sunday. Is this something we watch for, or was this a one-time thing? We are always going to watch Ryan Flaherty's groin. It's as simple as that. Hey, if he's going to get punched out by an umpire, we should watch his groin. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is Sunday. Bud Norris was questionable coming into that Sunday start. That was informed by most of the beat writers coming off of Saturday. Um, questionable start, but he did start that game, unfortunately. Um, Jake, uh, Zach Will pointed this out. Is there any more clear case than a hangover with Bud Norris that, that day? No, no, he's not feeling well. It's an afternoon game after a night game. And all of a sudden, he goes away within 20 hours. Definitely a hangover, especially in New York City. Uh, let me tell you, I was hungover after I watched him pitch the next day, but that's neither here nor there. Jake, uh, you want to go to Drink of the Week? Absolutely. Uh, I am drink I'm drinking a free gin mm. and tonic from Nobles here in Federal Hill. Again, if you were here, you know why, and we'll get to that in a minute. Scotty, what are you drinking? Jake, I'm drinking a Natty Bay. Which one of these is mine? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pick one of them up. Um, but yes, uh, we are drinking pretty heavily here at Nobles. You should swing by here every pregame, and uh, pretty nice bar specials and everything, so come on out to Nobles in the future. Good folks. They know what they're doing here. They know how to entertain before a ball game. And with that, Scotty, let's go ahead into the twat. One of the individuals that helped us out to arrange this uh, event at Nobles was Be More Around Town. And of course, we are big fans of Be More Around Town. But Be More Around Town uh, went up twice to New York this weekend. Well, to be fair, they both brought losses back in both instances. But while they were at City Field, uh, he, they posted a picture of Gary Thorne strolling across the uh, the diamond. And I, would, said, I would call that a strut. It was a strut. And it says, what's in the cup at Drunk Gary Thorne? And Gary uh, looks a little wasted. And there's a uh, nondescript plastic cup in his hand. That's a good question. That's a very, very good question. What is in that cup? All right. Next, we're going to go to a tweet. Um, we're going to call this in, in the Department of Smart People Think Alike. This tweet is from Jeff Long, who can be found, of course, at BSL uh, Jeff Long. My Manny for MVP claim isn't looking so silly now, is it? And it's a uh, it's a tweet uh, from Rock from Rock, and basically showing how well Manny has been over the past week, and actually over the past two weeks. Jake Manny Machado is doing an amazing job off that leadoff position. Jake, next week we're going to talk to Jeff Sullivan and talk to him about. What is going on with Manny Machado? Oh, yeah, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. Because I tried to talk about how awesome uh, Manny Machado was last week, and you cut me off because we were going to talk to Jeff Sullivan in two weeks. So you're cut off, Scotty. Take us in. Okay. Uh, next one is, this comes from Jason Collette. He posts at Jason Collette, Bud Norris now has an ERA of 9.88. He belongs in two places right now, either in the O's pen or traded to Boston where he'd fit right in. Gah. At least that means that Boston's terrible, too. It does. I, I, although I am somewhat disappointed that if for some reason the Orioles can't succeed in defending their their uh, AL East crown, it would be kind of cool to see a team go from first to worst to first to worst, right? I mean, that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, I, that would be interesting. Jake, you want right. to take this next one? Yeah, next we're going to go to a tweet from the Baltimore Sports Report. That's at BAL Sports Report, good friends of the program. Uh, Baltimore Sports Report tweeted as follows. Thanks to at Jeremy Khan 1057 and Scott Garceau for having our own Zach Wilt on the at Scott G Show 1057 to talk some O's. Zach Wilt was on the radio, and usually we don't sully ourselves with the conversation that takes place on the radio waves, but uh, Zach did, did uh, solid. He really represented well. Zach killed it. It was as simple as that. Well done, Zach. 
Um, dealing on the farm is the next segment we'd like to talk about. This comes from at CJ Witt Jr. He's a uh, scout for Baseball Prospectus. He tweets, hashtag Orioles Dylan Bundy, 93 to 96, top 97 fastball, slider 84, tight, short break, a lot of 95 to 96 mile per hour in the zone. And that replicates other baseball perspective scouts that have been out watching Dylan Bundy over the past few starts. Dylan Bundy is looking mighty impressive. And thank God that people didn't listen to me during the offseason and say, maybe we should trade Dylan Bundy because he's probably never going to get any better. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not like we need pitching. Yeah. All right, take this next one. I know it's near and dear to your heart. Okay, this is going to have to go to... Uh, I'm glad that someone's back, but uh, this comes from Dawn D. You can follow her at Dawnie Might. And uh, she posts, Finally get to bust this bad boy out. Don't let the filter fool you. It's super faded. And it's to at OBP Apparel, hashtag JJ Hardy, hashtag Bay Sox. And it is a Party Hardy OBP Apparel t-shirt. I love some me some Party Hardy, and I cannot wait to go to the stadium tonight to say JJ Hardy. I don't, I don't feel like you emphasize the pauses enough, but you know what? We're out of practice. He hasn't been there all season. It's something we can work on collectively as a fan base. To be fair, I'm not wearing a bow tie, so. <laughs> all right, last but not least for the twat, I want to go to something the Orioles tweeted out today at Orioles. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles are into rare midseason form when they are going to go and, and go out hard for getting you to vote orange and vote early and vote often. Adam Jones, simply at simply AJ10, uh, leads the American League and ranks third in the majors with a 360 batting average. Hashtag vote Adam and then a link to Adam Jones. Look, this is going to get silly all season. It's ridiculous. I know that the All-Star game will jump out in front of us as, as, as sooner than we're ready, but they're going to have us uh, you know, clicking all this kind of link bait all season. I guess we should go ahead now that the uh, All-Star game is 100% online and vote for Orioles. I, I guess to a certain regard, but I'm going to hold off for the time being because the only person that really deserves an All-Star game nod right now is Adam Jones. I'm hoping some of the Orioles are able to pick up the pace and uh, that I can actually legitimately vote for them at this time. All right, let's talk about the real All-Star this weekend. There is a one man in Birdland that we want to make sure that we talk about, and we'll do it next. Scotty, you and I have talked about taking the next step with this podcast. I mean, what can we, as two dorks that are in our basement, do to make a difference? And and here, with what's gone on in Baltimore recently, it's become ever more important. Last week, we had the guys who've done such a great job with reopening day on, and we asked them, okay, well, that's awesome. The 11th of May is going to be fantastic, but what happens on the 12th of May? What happens on the 13th? What what's happens? next? Right, what's next? Well, you know what? Something happened this week. One of our listeners did something that really kicked our asses into gear, and I want to talk about it. A listener from Australia heard our interview with the guys from Reopening Day and wanted to find a way to help. He asked us if we could put him in touch with a bar, a local bar, 
so that he could buy a round of drinks for some uh, fellow Orioles fans on reopening day. He wanted to raise some spirits, to wet some whistles, and just be a part of the day. Now, let me be more specific. Even though he's on the other side of the world, Steve Hardiman wanted to be a part of Baltimore's recovery. And so he dug into his pocket to the tune of $300 so that he could help a local business and he could, again, help raise people's spirits and let people have a good time. Steve Hardiman did a great thing this week, and we really appreciate it. We took video of the entire bar doing a shot thanks to Steve's hard work, and we'll share that on our website. We'll share it with uh, Baltimore Sports Report. We'll share it with anybody who will run it. Uh, I think we should all take a moment and hashtag thanks, Steve, because it was a great moment. Seriously, thanks, Steve. We really do appreciate it. It made a big difference to this bar, but it also made a big difference to us as podcasters. Yeah, and it got us to thinking, what exactly are we going to do? And, you know, when Steve sent us the email, Scott, it, it kind of, something was wrong, and I couldn't figure out what it was, and I ruminated it for it, uh, over it for a day, and I still couldn't put my finger on it, but I, I think... I think what, what really bothered me about it was this. If, if Steve could figure it out from across the world, if he could find some way to help, if he could find some small way to do something productive, why couldn't we? Yeah, and, I, I, and I, I totally agree. I, I feel like, you know, all of us that watched the unrest in Baltimore felt, amongst other things, helplessness. And we're asking ourselves, okay, well, what now? How can we help? These problems are so big, and we are so small. And, and the thing is, is that I don't want reopening day to feel like we feel like we spent a day downtown, spending some money in local establishments, going to a baseball game, and then everything's fixed. Woohoo! One day. Like there are serious problems that need to be addressed by all of us who who call ourselves, you know, citizens of Baltimore or the world. Like, this is a national problem. But I think it, it really starts with doing small things and doing what we can. And so we're going to start by having Steve buy that round of beer. And if you missed that, if you couldn't come down to Nobles today and you think it's a good idea, we want you to think about going to your favorite bar or restaurant, donating some money so that they can give away food and beverages. And we're going to be doing just that as the season continues. Throughout the remainder of 2015, in this Orioles season... We'll be setting up events at local bars and restaurants um, to give all of us who love Baltimore a chance to pump some money into the local economy. We want to find places that have lost revenue and sustained damage in this unrest in Baltimore and tell them that we won't stand idly by. We're going to help to make this great city great again. And, you know, this isn't about us here at Birds Eye View. This is about Steve Hardiman in Australia. And this is about you. This is about anybody who feels like they are helpless and wants to contribute even a few dollars. And I know that there are quite a few of our friends here in Baltimore that are going to help us out. We've already talked to the great folks over at Utah Street. We've already talked to the folks at uh, Baltimoreans. We've already talked to the people at Baltimore Sports Report. This is not about opening day. This is about May 12th and the day after and the day after. What we want to do here, Baltimore and beyond, we want to set up an event where we can split the proceeds of some crowdfunding, set some donations half towards a bar or a restaurant or a local establishment, a library, a school, a church, what have you, where half of the proceeds go to that uh, for giveaways and half go to a local charity. 
Now, we'll work out the details later. We don't need all that here on Reopen. We're not Day. a detail kind of podcast here, okay? What we're focused on right now is free drinks at Nobles and a great uh, ball game across the street. But keep your eye out. We're going to follow Steve Hardiman's example because the reason that this didn't sit well with me for that whole day was because I think we should all find some sort of call to action, small actions, to help make Baltimore a better place, to help make our world a better place. And if that seems silly to you, I'm sorry, but I care too much about what brutes do with a small ball, a kid's game played by millionaires. I think a little bit of silliness will work for this. I think a little bit of silliness will bring people together. And uh, keep your ears and eyes out because we'll... Uh, we'll bring that silliness. We'll have it. Well, that's all I can say is, you know, really inspiring, heroic thing uh, that Steve did. I know it's only just a monetary donation, but it really puts into perspective about the aspect of, like, you know, what you can do for your community. So, Steve, all I can say is thank you. Now for something completely different. Hey, Sarah, what would your fantasy date with Henry Urudia look like? Well, I guess that would have to be Henry Cheese Fondue Rudia. Hey, Gary, what would you call Henry Urudia enjoying a surprise bird's eye view segment with the ladies behind the mic? Would that be Henry Impromptu Rudia? It sure would. Carrie, how was your mother's day? It was pretty good. I got to watch a little bit of a baseball game, take a nap around about the third inning when things stopped going so well. Mm-hmm. It was nice. How about yours? Mine was nice, too. Uh, we were eating some crabs, having a couple of beers and on the deck, listening to the game on the radio until we turned it off. Yeah, Mother's Day was good, but it wasn't as good as our weekend away at the beach. Oh, no. That was amazing. Two full days, 48 hours without baseball. It's really amazing how nice it was to get away from baseball just for a couple of days. It made me realize we really are baseball widows, aren't we? We are. I wonder if there's other people out there just like us. I bet there's some sort of test we could take to see. Hmm. You're on to something. Like if your wedding anniversary was planned around potential World Series dates, you might be a baseball widow. Scott made us get married in November, even though the Orioles were awful at the time. Just in case, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you would know you were a baseball widow if you watched a baseball game at the hospital while you were in labor with your first child. Yeah, only one of my kids was born during baseball season, but we definitely watched a game. You would also know if you were a baseball widow if you discussed Camden, Cal, and maybe even Brooks as potential baby names. I almost had Scott convinced that our boy should be Camden. Hey, I tried to bribe Jake with Camden so that we could have another baby, but that didn't fly. You know you're a baseball widow. If every single week you have to do an entire load of orange laundry, April through November. Every week, sometimes twice a week. Mm-hmm. You know you're a baseball widow if your son's favorite saying is, Goodbye! Home run! <laughs> Both our boys like that one. You know you're a baseball widow if you have an Orioles-themed room in every house you've ever lived in. Yeah, you're sitting in my Orioles-themed room. We use the jersey to make sure we match the paint colors correctly. 
and we bought our house in Baltimore because it had a view of the stadium. You might be a baseball widow if you stockpile black and orange Halloween decorations so you can use them for Orioles parties. Hmm, you're good at that one. You know you're a baseball widow if the only magnets on your fridge are from the baseball game giveaways. You know you're a baseball widow is if the only reason you pay for cable is because of Madison. Man, I really wish they'd get that taken care of. I wish I could just live on Netflix. That would be great. Well, Carrie, we're a little bit sad because really, you know you're a baseball widow if you bribe your kids to be quiet so you can record a podcast clip while your husbands get to enjoy the game in person. That is true, but they're being remarkably good. They are. I'm pretty impressed with them. It's amazing what the Ninja Turtles will do. Well, Carrie, we always have Christmas. It's only 227 days away. And it's not during baseball season. Hey, Carrie, what do you say to Henry Arudia when it's time to wrap up? Would that be Henry Adu, Adu, Rudia? And good night. a twist and I just gotta keep insisting oh baby you should do swing when it comes to twist and I just gotta keep insisting on oh, daddy you are the king baby you got me beat up and down inside out and across All right, Jake, looks like I won another one this week. Chris Davis had two extra base hits with two home runs. Adam Jones, uh, well, you cursed him. One double. Way to go, Jake. You officially have cursed, killed the awesomeness, which was Adam Jones. I take full responsibility. I'm so sorry. Next time, Jake, pick a Yankee, okay? So uh, Scott's going to take the lead now 3-1. to one. And we're going to go down the dark hole, which is first pitch strike percentage. And uh, we're going to have to pick uh, who thinks is going to throw the most first pitch strikes this week. Jake, who are you going with? So if... Make this make sense. Am I, are we talking about a pitcher that's going to throw the most yes, first pitcher. pitch strike? Or are we talking about Orioles hitters? No, I'm going to take over with or, uh, Orioles pitchers. All right. As far as the first pitch uh, strike, I, I think we clearly cannot pick a starter. Right? Because all of our starters are ridiculously awful. Well, it's funny you should mention that. I'm going give to give away a little thing for you. Do you know who the best starter is in terms of first pitch strikes? Is it Jimenez? No, it's Bud Norris. Get out of here. <laughs> So what is this stat good for, then, if Bud Norris is leading the club in it? Uh, it's not a great stat, except, you know, I'd, I'd rather look at zone percentage personally, but I thought it would be a cool kind of makeshift miscellaneous stat for us to pick. All right. In that case, I'm just going to go balls to the wall. I'm going to say Zach Britton. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Darren O'Day, as Darren O'Day has historically been a pretty good first pitch strike pitcher. But Zach Burton is good, too. Really impressive numbers so far throughout 2015. Let's see if he can continue that streak. My guess is uh, Jake has basically cursed Zach Burton, and there's going to be several blown saves in our works. For I mean, week. I picked all of the Yankees. I picked uh, Andrew Miller and Batances. Yes, there you go. Uh, and with that, why don't we go ahead and go to our good, the bad, and the ugly. No, Scott, 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 we've got a problem. Okay. It, it we're we're recording live here at Nobles. Yes. Before the game. Yes. It's getting close to game time. Yes. And it's been a rough week in Orioles baseball. Pretty much the roughest week we've seen as a podcast. So here's what we're gonna do. Okay. This is this is uh This is unprecedented. We're gonna cut it. We're gonna cut out the good. What? We're gonna cut out the bad. Inconceivable! 
There's no O's good. There's no O's bad this week. Scott Magnus, what is your O's ugly? Uh, my O's ugly has to be the entire Orioles baseball team, especially Sunday's performance with the absolutely abysmal strikeout percentage. I would argue with you, but I can't. Yes. I'm not even going to go. Although Pineda was pretty filthy. Stop it. O's ugly this week is the Orioles. And if you disagree with us, if you think there's a hashtag O's good and hashtag O's bad, you let us know. Tweet at us at Bird's Eye View, B-A-L. With that, Jake, let's go ahead and blow the save. I'm going to blow the save this week with the simple aspect of coming back to the whole uh, thing with you know Steve. Steve, we do really appreciate what you did. It's a really a call to arms, not just to the listeners on the show, but really to me and Jake. Me and Jake are going to you know, really look deeply in ourselves and try to do something for uh, the Baltimore community and everything like that. Uh, you know, honestly, Jake went on his rant and stuff like that, but I want to say personally, when I first read it, I thought to myself, this can't be real. No one can be this genuine. So to that, I say, maybe I need to take a better look at things. Maybe I need to be so less disenfranchised and jaded with things. And maybe I need to have a little bit more of a positive outlook on life. Or maybe I should just have another beer. Thanks a lot, Steve, for that other beer. Por que no los dos? Yes. With that, Jake, I think it's time we said our uh, adieus adieus. Uh, look, I want to go see the Orioles play, and on reopening day, I want to see the Orioles win. Baltimore and beyond, adieu adieu. Good night, Baltimore. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.